Night of St. Traft. Welcome back to the Idiot Brewery. I'm joined by all three of my normal co-hosts today. Isn't that exciting? We're all back together. This is the first time in like a month. The boys are back in town, as they say. Uh, I've Wait, got is no that boys with that. a Y or boys <clears throat> with an I? Both. With a Q. Anyway, I've got Next Door Lolly, The Grolin, and Ashes of an Empire hanging out today. So this is going to be awesome and hopefully fun and hopefully none of our decks are terrible and i hope don't, that don't all don't of your i hope that none of your decks have 18 planes in them jack i don't want to hey you know what i stand by my decision <laughs> anyway no, you don't. I uh, do. this is episode 37 so we're gonna go ahead and get started here uh all who, right who wants to oh okay jack's just I, jumping ahead I, of the I'm, he's I'm going raring to go this, he's ready all right so do you like grizzle brand decks no. Uh, gar garbage play combo was fun. Sure. Do you like Norin the Wary? No. I mean, no. Do you like basically Grizzlebrand, but in standard? What? No. Ladies, I think I see where this is going, and stop. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to what I like to call Borborygmos' Soren Norin basically Grizzlebrand combo. So... <laughs> This My deck was God. started because I realized that Norn and Soren have basically the same name. But then it evolved a little bit. So, in this Did deck, it? we've got some pieces of the Norn the Wary combo. We've got Norn the Wary, Confusion in the Ranks, and Genesis Chamber, and one Impact Tremor. So let me go over these real quick. Norn the Wary, for those who don't know, is a one mana, one red, two one, legendary human warrior. Whenever a player plays a spell or a creature attacks, remove Norn the Wary from the game and return it to play under its owner's control at end of turn with flavor text i have a bad feeling about this which is fitting because that's how i feel about my deck so we have confusion in the ranks and we have genesis chamber these are the two main ways to profit off of norn genesis chamber is a two mana artifact that says whenever a non-token creature comes into play if genesis chamber is untapped that creature's controller puts a 1-1 mirror artifact creature token into play so when norn flickers you get a mirror token which is very nice and then Confusion in the Ranks is a three double red enchantment that states whenever an artifact creature enchantment comes into play, its controller chooses target permanent with another player. Uh, a target permanent another player controls that shares a type with it and exchange control of those permanents. So Norn comes back, you swap, but you're targeting, and Norn's mad about that, and you can just keep doing it. It's kind of neat. And then we have one Impact Tremors, which is a one in a red enchantment that says whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, Impact Tremors deals one damage to your opponent. Just a nice way to ping with Norin. All right, let's get to the Grizzlebrand part of this deck. So we run four Grizzlebrands, good old 7-7 seven, seven for four. Quadruple Black, Flying Lifelink, pay seven life, draw seven cards. Uh, Bandit Commander, um, can't imagine why. We also have Soren Imperious Bloodlord, which is... A 3-mana Legendary Planeswalker, plus 1, target creature you control gains death touch and lifelink till end of turn. If it's a vampire, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. Uh, plus 1, you may sacrifice a vampire. When you do, Soren Imperious Bloodlord deals 3 damage to any target, you gain 3 life. And the minus 3, you may put a vampire creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. And you may be asking, well, Jack, how are we doing that? Well, let me tell you. We've got 4 Arcane Adaptation, 4 Champion of Dusk, and 4 Haunt of High Towers. The latter 2 being basically Grizzlebrand, but you also get a Planeswalker out of it. So Arcane Adaptation, two and a blue. Enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control are the chosen type in addition to their other types. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. Champion of Dusk is a three double black vampire knight, four, four. When enters the battlefield, you draw X cards and you lose X life, where X is the number of vampires you control. And you may be wondering, Jack, 
if that's the only thing coming in, I don't really see any other vampires other than Arcane Adaptation. The Haunt of Hightower is a 4 of in this deck. It is a 4 double black 3-3 three, three legendary vampire with flying lifelink. Whenever it attacks, defending player discards a card. And whenever a card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on the Haunt of Hightower. Again, basically Grizzled Brand, but you do get a Sword and Parry's Bloodlord out of it on turn 3. Like, you can't ask for much more in Modern. And last but not least, good old Borborygmos Enraged is in this deck. Can you cast him? He's a 7-6 with Trample. Whenever he deals combat damage to a player, reveal the top three cards of your library. Put all land cards revealed that way into your hand and the rest in your graveyard. Discard a land card. Borborygmos Enraged deals three damage to target creature or player. You can put him on the field with Sword and Parius Bloodlord, as long as you have an Arcane Adaptation Naming Vampire, because Borborygmos is quite an entertaining vampire. Last but not least, we have three Lightning Bolts in the main board. That's our main board. In the sideboard, we've got eight Ley Lines, four Ley Line of the Void, four Sanctity, one Spell Pierce, two Damping Spheres, and four Thought Seas. Thoughts, prayers, questions, comments, concerns, priest calls? Why did you Why did you pause after you asked if Borborygmos could be cast? Because I didn't have an answer. Because it can't be cast. <laughs> Listen, Borborygmos is indeed a vampire. Thank you. Borborygmos, um, really. honorary vampire. Yeah, yeah, that holds up in a judge call. <laughs> hey, judge, is Borborygmos a vampire? No, it's not. It is if you have arcane adaptation out. Yeah. Sure, but then and only then. Or if you have a conspiracy. All right, or xenograph. Hey, judge, my opponent played a conspiracy. <laughs> Well, if it's but, the one from Time Spiral, I will allow it. Also, if you nameless inversion targeting Borborygmos, it is no longer a vampire. Why? <laughs> just I think we're just giving that. Austin an aneurysm here. We're not even all the way through. There's no way. I'll get an aneurysm at the end of whoever goes last. So, anyways, did you like my deck? I like it because... I really took a lot of Channel Fireball's advice here, like I usually do, and I took the advice that the Haunt of Hightower and Champion of Dusk with Soren are basically Grizzlebrand, so I decided to run more copies of Grizzlebrand in this deck, so it's basically the same thing. Oh, wow. I don't Channel think... Fireball is the BuzzFeed of Magic the Gathering, <laughs> changed my mind. I don't, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> no yeah, offense to that, Channel Fireball, but like... Something, no, something, all grapefruit. Something all offense something. to... All offense to Channel Fireball. You know, I mean, they're just... never going to want us on there anymore. Anymore? Implying Any, we were yeah. allowed on in the first place? Yeah, Plus, that's, Kenobi's that's like... allowed on. Yeah. We're true. not Pleasant Kenobi. You're right. He's competent. Also British. So that like... is pushing it a little far, Jay. Hey, he runs a successful, moderately successful YouTube channel. Okay, who wants to go next Pleasant so that we can taking stop, shots we can stop taking shots at other YouTubers? Um, especially especially ones that we would actually enjoy on the podcast. Yeah, Pleasant for, Kenobi, for real, if you're though. listening, please come on this podcast. Eh. <laughs> that would be fun. I'll go next. Sure. Okay. So I know I'm sort of labeled as like the combo player or the combo no, you're builder. The what? Player. You, you were labeled as the standard no. player. No! Okay, so I'm the standard player, but this deck is in modern. Oh no, it's and so it, weird. It is, in, it is indeed a combo deck. Where am I? Oh but my gosh. But what timeline is this? $10, I'll give you $10 if you guess the colors of the combo deck. Okay, give me one card that's in it. One card? One card that's in the combo. 
Basalt Sliver. Is this this sliver combo where you just burn everything? Oh god. Okay. You see, that doesn't help you, does it? <laughs> Remind see, me what with you? Sliver. No, I, it does not. <laughs> Blue-white! Oh. Is this no. that version of KCI you made? No, I already presented that. Oh. I have no idea. This is a different deck. This is a different combo with Basalt Sliver. Oh, okay. The other one. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead the and other, go out on a limb the and other say Basalt that Sliver Hivestone combo. is likely in this deck, though. Yes. Oh, the other! The other combo deck with Basalt <laughs> Sliver and Hivestone. My bad. You know, because there's multiple. With Aiden, no, okay, there's always okay. multiple. What? What color is Basalt Sliver? Black. I don't know. He's black. two and a black. It is It is black. Two and a black for, I believe, a 2-2 two 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 or a 1-1. One it's, one. Two two. it's a 2-2. Two two. It's a 2-2. Two uh, two. All Slivers have sacrificed this Sliver, add two black to your mana pool. Yes. The deck is mono black, oh. and yet it makes infinite mana. Okay. So, so the combo here, I'll, I'll name the combo and then like the rest of the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have uh, Basalt Sliver, Hivestone... Um, and then if you have any zombie in a grave crawler, uh, you can sack grave crawler for two mana for two black because it's oh I a see sliver. what you're doing okay sure and then you can replay it for a black netting a mana and you're back exactly where you are so you make infinite black mana okay and then you can put all that black mana into I don't know a torment of hailfire if you really want to that's fun that's a big yeah, black that, X spell. yeah that's the deck. That's the deck. That's the whole right. deck. So the deck. That's it. The deck is mono black and zombie 40 combo. Swamps. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, no, um, the rest is um. Uh, what was the um, planes? No, it's the the apostle. Shadow, Shadow apostle. One apostle. No, 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 no. Um. Okay. So competent. the deck. So besides the combo. Wow. The, All right. The, besides the combo, the deck really is just mono black zombies, pretty much. Um. For some just value creatures, we have four carrion feeders, uh, four crypt breakers, we have the grave crawlers, and we have four undead augers. Um, undead auger is really cool because if you have um, carrion feeder and grave crawler, you, you spend one mana to draw a card, and then once you have um, basalt sliver and hive stone out, you can keep drawing until you hit torment of hellfire. Um. Yeah, so that's fun. And Aiden's then, done a thing. <laughs> we're also running. Uh, so if you somehow don't get the combo to work out, the, to work out, um, we also somehow. just have a somehow. We also just have a good. We, you can just play zombies. We have four uh, diagraph colossuses in the main board and well. a single cemetery reaper because nobody likes Hogak still. Yeah, I don't uh, we also have lost. two Yixla Jailers in the main board. And four Beseech the Queens to search up the combo. And Beseech the Queen uh, is hybrid two black and then two black, two black. Um, and it's uh, sorcery that says search your library for a card with converting mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control. Reveal that card, put it into your hand. So it's kind of just this deck's like tutor. Just like, hey, go get a combo piece. Or get something to murder your opponent with. And then, besides that, uh, we run two Smuggler's Copters, sort of just as, like, digging and just value. And 21 Swamps in the main board. 
The sideboard is, is pretty is pretty okay. We have a Tormod's Crypt for graveyard decks, um, three Fatal Pushes for humans, uh, two Thoughtseize and two Collective Brutalities, uh, uh, two more Yixla Jailers for more graveyard decks, and Ensnaring Bridge uh, for decks that just kind of want to go be going bigger than you because you don't need Ensnaring Bridge to win. Uh, we have three Phyrexian Arenas for decks that are trying to rip apart your hand, and a single Yogmoth Thran Physician in Grindier matchups as well. Hmm. And that's I like that. it. Yogmoth is really good. I like that card a lot. <laughs> I finally picked up my last copy today, and I'm very, very happy about it. Nice. Hard sweet. So yeah, that's yeah. Thing. I like it because this combo. I mean, it does stuff. It's only four cards. You know, dude, and, it, and, for, and, for, and for one of those four cards is like literally three fourths the deck. That's a record for you. Yeah. Hey, no. you know what? It's I'm, a record in the right direction. I'm gonna jump into my deck real quick. Is that okay? Wait, Austin isn't going last for once? Holy it's moly. It's Relentless Rats Tribal. Do it. So, Do I'm it. presenting a tribal deck this week. This is Blue-Black Zombies. Ooh. The fact oh, that another zombie deck. You, yeah, we've never done this on the <laughs> podcast. We did not plan this. Just to clarify, I had no idea what Aiden was presenting, and he had no idea what I was presenting. So we are both presenting zombie tribal decks. <laughs> Which is really funny. Um, well, mine's better, because mine can kill an opponent at infinite health. Yeah, your yours has a combo in it. Mine is just uh, not that, I guess. Um, zombies. It's just zombies. The other thing that uh, this one does have is, is something that a lot of tribal decks don't have, which is just resiliency. Uh, something that this deck can constantly do is it has a lot of things that just come back from the graveyard or, you know sort of manipulate the graveyard and if you exile the graveyard with say like a rest in peace they're just like sweet i guess i'll still just attack you with my idiots who cares like the resiliency is something that is kind of tacked on to the end of it which is really nice um mm -hmm. so i'll go over my mm -hmm. one drops and then two drops and then three drops and i don't actually have any four drops because i know how to build decks with only a couple lands so anyway you know you <laughs> know personally attacked Maybe you shouldn't I'm, put yeah, 18 I'm lands really in a deck with four drops. Right now. So, you know, I'll go over my deck's land base real quick, just because it's really quick. I only have 19 lands. Um, you have four fast lands, the Darkly Shores, four Watery Graves, uh, three Swamps, an Island, one Drowned Catacombs. Then you have two Cavern of Souls to just help with control matchups. Um, and then four silent clearings because they don't have a blue-black horizon land, but you kind of want a way to draw cards if you ever kind of mm -hmm. dwindle down. So, on to the creatures. So for our first drop slot, or one drop slot, we have Carrion Feeder, Crypt Breaker, um, Grave Crawler, because it's sort of the best Man, one. Man, these, these cards uh, sound really familiar. I know, right? And Stitcher Supplier. Um... So you're actually running four of all of these, except for Crypt Breaker. You only have three. Uh, basically, they're just sort of good overall aggro creatures. Stitcher Supplier is just a one-mana zombie. Uh, however, it can start fueling your resiliency with the graveyard and everything. Um, it does kind of help with some of the other, you know, later creatures that we'll get to in a second. Gravecrawler, obviously a 2-1 attacker that you can cast from your graveyard if you control another zombie. Spoilers, a lot of zombies in this deck. Um... Your uh, Crypt Breaker is just kind of an interesting grindier card because it lets you... Like, the first ability isn't super great. It's one in a black and tap it, discard a card, put a 2-2 zombie creature token into play. That's okay. 
The the main reason you're playing it is the second ability, which is you can tap three untapped zombies you control to draw a card and lose a life. Um, obviously, drawing cards in an aggro deck is pretty good. And then Carrion Feeder uh, is one of those cards that lets you... Basically, with a Grave Crawler, you can just pay a black to effectively put a 1-1 counter on this thing, assuming that your opponent can't remove the Grave Crawler from your graveyard, because you could just keep sacking it over and over again to it and cast it again from your graveyard. Um, Hogak did this for a long time. So, you and Bridgevine, I guess they didn't do it with Carrion Feeder. They did it with, uh, what is that, Viscerous here? But whatever. Um, onto our two drops. Two drops are a lot easier to get through. Um, we have uh three eternal taskmasters four graveyard marshals and four relentless dead relentless dead is kind of the main reason i built this deck Ooh, because this card's like sweet card. um and we'll go over him last i guess the uh the interesting one i think here is the eternal taskmaster there's a new card from uh war of the spark it's a two three that enters tapped for one in a black but when it attacks you can pay two in a black to return a creature from your graveyard to your hand this is another, like, resiliency card. You're just sitting there just like, oh, I'm down to only, like, one or two cards. Well, I guess I'll attack with this 2-3 and then just start, like, bringing back all the creatures that have died over the course of this game. Whatever. Um, Graveyard Marshal is very similar in the sense that he's he's a 3-2 for black-black. Um, spoilers, there's a lot of black mana in this deck. The blue is very, wow. very, like, small. Uh, it's actually only for three drops and then some sideboard cards. It has like nothing to do in the earlier turns. Um, but two and a black for a th uh, you can. It has an ability two and a black exile a creature from your graveyard to create a two two uh, black zombie creature token that is tapped. Um, so this kind of lets you if you don't have a way to buy back your creatures or if your opponent has I don't know like a graft digger's cage so you can't get your grave crawlers back whatever you can just start making zombies with them. Um, and then Relentless Dead is the coolest card in the stack. Black, black for a 2-2 with Menace, uh, also a zombie. Spoilers. Uh, when it dies, you may pay black. If you do, return it to its owner's hand. So it itself is just like an attacker that will always come back to your hand if you've got a mana open. Um, but it also has a second ability. When it dies as well, you may pay X. If you do, return another target zombie card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it lets you buy back... Um, any of your three drops, your two drops, whatever, and it just kind of like does that on death, which you can sack to carry and feeder to like continue doing that, and obviously use the black to buy him back to your hand, so you can keep doing that over and over again. It's it's pretty nuts. Just kind of lets you churn through all the different creatures. Uh, onto our three drops. Um, Aiden, you mentioned Cemetery Reaper. Uh, I also play three of those. Just a Lord, pretty good. One of the better ones. You play the best lord as well. You play four of Diagraph Captain. Uh, mm. And then you also play four Prized Amalgam. Um, Jack, you may be very happy to know that that card made it into my deck. I don't really care about Prized Amalgam personally. Not you, I Jack. I only get so excited. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so Cemetery Reaper is just basically a lord. Uh, he also has a similar ability of the Graveyard Marshal, except he taps when he does his ability, which is not as good, but whatever. Um... Diagraph Captain is a 2-2 with Death Touch that gives all your other zombies plus one plus one. And he has whenever a zombie, another zombie you control dies, target opponent loses a life. So if you've got three or four creatures out uh, and they wrath your board, well, you can make them drain for four. And if you have two Diagraph Captains, even more so, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and then the last one being Prized Amalgam is just a 3-3 for one blue black. But whenever a creature enters the battlefield 
if it entered the battlefield from your graveyard or you cast it from your graveyard, you get to return prized amalgam at the end of your turn tapped back to your back to play. Um, obviously a big mainstay of dredge dredge really likes this card and dredge loves this card. I know, this right? Is this is, this is one of the, this is actually probably the reason why dredge became popular. Like, uh, obviously it was, it was a deck for a long time and then they printed a couple of cards. Um, but like Christ shadows, Malcolm, like kind of gave it a kick in the pants, but creeping chill is what really, yeah, is. Well, right. Say, I really so hold on a second. Chill. You guys are, you guys are misinterpreting what I'm saying. Golgari Grave Troll got unbanned about the same time Shadows over Innistrad came out. Um, and Dredge was the deck to play for a couple of months. And then they re-banned Golgari Grave Troll, being like, okay, we made a mistake. A mistake. We're sorry. <laughs> um, and then it was dead for about and it years. And it was dead for a little bit. Uh, and then obviously Creeping Chill. Then, well, then like the Bridgefine deck started showing up. And then Creeping Chill got printed. So then Dredge was the real deck to be playing. And then Hogak came out. So then Hogak became the deck to be beating. And now it's dead. But now we're back to Dredge again. You know, whatever. But now um, Hogak isn't like as dead as people think. It's okay. To Dan. I think it's, I think it's fine. Dan is a crazy person. Like, yeah, don't, sure don't take advice from Dan. Dan does what Dan wants. He put, he put an Emrakul in a deck with four Dark Confidants in it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I he, he anyway. wanted it, man. That's true. I respect it. Uh, and then your last... Hey, if you're not fetching and shocking, you can flip that Emrakul and be fine. That's true. Uh, and then for those of you listening, if you're keeping track, um, first off, thank you. That's like the... You're the best. You If you are keeping track of the number of cards that I've presented for my deck... A plus to you because you are our biggest fan. Um, but you might notice that I'm missing four cards from my main board. And if you could take a stab at what they are, no points Gonna awarded. To be honest, I wasn't keeping track. I wasn't either. No, no, that's fine. There are just four cards still missing. Talking? If you if you were keeping track, congratulations. You're a bigger fan of the show Love than I am, <laughs> and I'm on the damn show. I'll give that's you three guesses show. as to the last card in my deck, and Brush the way. first two don't count. It's either of all, guys. It's, it's an accurate deck. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, four Aether Vials kind of uh, round out my my deck here. Um, as far as the sideboard goes... I was, was going to say Lotlith Giant. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, as Get far it. as the uh, sideboard goes, this is pretty straightforward. Um, I didn't really want to put a whole lot of thought into the sideboard, so I guess I'm Jack this week. Um, especially because I know that he has a sideboard, so like... For once... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, my sideboard is four Dismember, because you gotta remove creatures somehow. Three Lifebane Zombie, three Unified Will, three Withered Wretch, and then two Yixalit Jailer. Also a card that Aiden presented. Um, funny enough, we presented a lot of the same cards. Um, so I'll go over these real quick here. Uh, obviously people know what Dismember does, that card's good. Uh, as far as the, as the rest of the cards go, uh, Lifebane Zombie is a 3-1 for one black black with Intimidate. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a green or white creature from it and exile that card. Um, basically, this is to help fight against decks with Tarmogoyf. Uh, Tarmogoyf is obviously very difficult to deal with creature because your only death touch creatures are like Diagraph Captain. You have like no flyers whatsoever, so like you have to deal with them somehow. Um, Unified Will is a counterspell, basically. It's one in a blue. Counter target spell if you control more creatures than that spell's controller. 
Uh, in an aggressive deck, especially one as resilient as zombies, you likely have more creatures than them, so this just becomes a straight counter spell. Withered Wretch is a 2-2 for black black. That's a zombie and also a cleric. You can pay one and remove target. Cleric deck. It sure does. It actually is in the cleric deck. Um, pay one, remove target card in a graveyard from the game. So just straight up exile things from the graveyard without having to worry about, you know, slamming rest in peace or some stupid thing like that. Like you also don't have to tap. What do you mean? Oh, tapping the creature. Like, yeah, you can do, can do it multiple one. multiple ones. Yeah, this is kind of like your scavenging ooze. It just doesn't grow, unfortunately. Uh, and then two two Yixla Jailer, one in a black for a 2-1 zombie wizard that uh, has creatures in graveyards lose all abilities. All cards. Um, all cards. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, cards you're right. All cards in graveyards lose all abilities. The The one problem with this card, obviously, is that it gets rid of things like Gravecrawler. Um, you can't bring that back. Prized Amalgam doesn't really work with it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a whole lot in this deck, honestly. It's just the... It, it is four of them, but, like, you have 37 creatures, so, like... I think yeah. you'll be fine. Um, and, and obviously not shutting off Diagraph Captain and uh, Relentless Dead is a big deal. So, But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's Zombie Tribal. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I like it. I like it's Zombies. Sweet. I like Tribal decks. I like it a lot. I wasn't going to present it. I was actually like thinking about... Because I built this deck yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'm going to present this today. But then I thought of a cooler deck earlier today. And I was like, oh, I'm going to present that. But then Aiden started talking about Zombie Tribal. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to just do Zombie Tribal so there's not two weeks of this in a row. <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> leave my other deck for next week. Zombie week. Yeah. Anyway, um, so all right. I don't think you have a zombie in your deck. But you can go ahead and uh, present I, I sadly don't. I do have a horror. Does that count? No. It does I not. got I got eight eight snakes. Those are some snakes. That snakes are not snake zombies. tribal. Actually, no. I have uh, yeah eight snakes and two nagas. So uh, this is a, a deck we talked about last week. In in not in passing, but like also we didn't super address it. It was during fresh brews. Uh, this is when we were talking about natural affinity. So um. For those who don't know, Natural Affinity, the card we talked about last week, is two and a green for an instant until end of turn, all lands become two two creatures that are still lands. Hmm. And last week we discussed using this with something like Pyroclasm, Fiery Cannonade, just anything to do two damage to all creatures. And then you have a Gitrog monster on the battlefield and you draw a bunch of cards and Armageddon your opponent. I'd like to clarify yeah, that good. as far as cards that we talked about to wrath your opponent's lands, Fiery Cannonade was not one of them. It was not. But and I know that the Fiery the Cannonade one that's is in the deck. one that you put in your deck. That's why I'm It's the one it. that's in this deck because it does it at instant speed. Sure. Hey, Jack. Well, what? Can I make hey, a counter-argument? No. So let's say I'm playing my Grizzle... Uh, Borbergmos' Soren Norn basically Grizzlebrand deck, right? Sure. So hear me out. I realize what you're doing. I play Arcane Adaptation naming Pirate. <laughs> then you wanted it more than me. Here's, here's, here's something that I will, in, in Jack's favor, and this is funny because you're both Jack and you're arguing. Um, in the Grolin's favor, I don't think playing around Arcane Adaptation is something you're going to have to worry about. So I don't think it matters, to be perfectly no, fair. But my, my opinion is if you waste your Arcane Adaptation naming Pirate, 
<laughs> you just wanted it more than I did. That's I true. concede. I will but, concede the game. Yeah. <laughs> Playing around counter spells is something you will have to do. That's true. true. That is very true. Therefore, but um, so the main the main conceit of this deck is we're trying to put a bunch of lands into play, play a Gitrog monster as early as possible, and then either beat our opponent to death with all of our lands, or just Armageddon, and now we have a six six Death Toucher, and then beat our opponent to death. Ah, I see. Yes, a man of culture. <laughs> and um, that's most of what this deck does. We're running things like uh, Sakura Tribe Elder, uh, Farseek. Uh, search for tomorrow anything that'll let us search uh, lands out of our deck and then we're running things like Azusa and Explore to put more lands into play per turn we're running Lotus Cobra because Lotus Cobra is really good and we're running Natural Affinity because hey we like to make our lands into 2-2s and then sometimes just kill them dead yeah. well if your, opponent, if your opponent is tapped out right you can well, I guess you can't really... You'd have to have a bunch of lands to do this. I was thinking, like, natural affinity, attack with a bunch of your lands, second main, blow you up. You'd have to hold up. Everyone's yeah. You'd have blow to up hold up, lands. but still. You'd have to, and... like, keep three attackers back, plus three attackers for the natural affinity mana. But, yeah. True. Anyway. Uh, and, it, well, in this, we're also running two Remnap Excavator, which makes our uh, Armageddon plan significantly better, because Remnap Excavator has three toughness. But doesn't die to your part. And as them. such, doesn't die to your two damage spells. Hmm. Uh, and then we're also just running uh, four bolts as spot removal, or just to push through an extra bit of damage. And we're our land base, I actually have a land base this time. It's not just 18 planes. <laughs> You're right. Uh, nine we'll, forests, we'll... nine mountains. <laughs> No, no, shut up. We're running uh, one Blood Crypt, three Bloodstained Mire, six Forest, two Mountains, two Overgrown Tomb, two Stomping Grounds, two Swamp, and four Wooded Foothills. Hmm. Resulting in 22 lands. Uh, and then we also, we actually have a sideboard. That oh, never happens. No. Oh, no. I have a sideboard because I don't believe in this deck. I, I have really... no faith in it. Jeez. Harsh. Well. Uh, it's yeah. probably the best deck you presented, and you don't believe See, in it. See, that's the that's the problem. It's God. not a meme. This is just a deck. That's boring. I don't know. I have faith in medium red. Twice. <laughs> I, I mean, prefer fair. medium white. Medium white. Eighteen planes. <laughs> anyway, please All continue. Right, so uh, this deck's this deck sideboard is we're running two flame slash, three relic of progenitus, three abrade, two damping sphere, two rex sage, and three tireless tracker. Hmm. I do yep. like tireless tracker. Tireless Tracker, Tireless as it turns good. out, in a deck that wants to put a bunch of lands into play, is just a really good card. That's true. No, it isn't. Very, very true. Tireless Tracker plus, like, Ramnab Excavator and Fetch Lands. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I just love Armageddoning my opponent when I have a big thing on the battlefield and yeah. then beating them to death with it. You also I think have... this is the closest I can get. You also have Azusa in play, right? Or you have Azusa in the deck? Azusa is in the deck. Did I not? I thought I mentioned that. I didn't know if you did or not. I was just saying. I do. So like Azusa yeah. plus Fetch it's also Land like plus Tireless Tracker the deck. is like make six clue tokens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, hot. It's good. I love it. I mean, you do that in Green White Value Town, but that deck isn't very good. So. But yeah, that's um, Jund Frog. Seems hot. I like it. Frog. Frog. <laughs> if you look in the Frog. so there's gonna there's a link there's a description on the the uh, MTG Goldfish page and it's just frog. 
I will. I will. Uh, when I upload the, you gotta, uh, you gotta transfer that over. Yeah, I'm gonna do that when I do Perfect. the tapped out. Because that's that's how you. That's what you say when you kill your opponent. Frog. You Hypno frog. Frog. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna move on to our second half of the podcast. So we will uh, see everyone in just a moment. Well, hey, everyone, we definitely didn't sit there and talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> nope. No, Man, we, we definitely didn't. It was like eight. Um, so I just want to go over a couple of things here. Uh, we'd want to say thank you to anyone who's already doing so. But if you haven't yet, please subscribe to us both on YouTube, Spotify, uh, CastBox, all that stuff. We'd really appreciate that. Um, and if you want to, you know, please comment on our videos. Tell us every week. We'd love to see a comment that says like, hey, that deck is dumb or hey, I like this deck the most. Seriously, Whatever. Tell me like, how bad my mana yeah, is. Yeah, yell at Jack. That's what I want. If you are listening to this part of the Jack's podcast right that. now, I would like you to comment below how much you hate Jack's mana bases and all of his decks. Just how much I, you hate Jack. I, <laughs> period. I just want to know. Tell Austin how much know. you hate tribal decks. Yeah, there we go. See? Yeah, tell me. I'd love that. Um, Get angry. No, don't get angry. Just get angry. Just definitely, get angry. We, we definitely um, would love we're, to see some more comments. We're here to inspire outrage. So, uh, just go ahead and comment below. Tell us, hey, I've got an idea for a Fresh Breeze card. Hey, I've got an idea for a deck. You know, shoot it our way. We'll probably present it, honestly. Uh, if, We've if you so have, far gotten zero. You, so. can, you can literally come up with, like, we do for Fresh Breeze, right? We say, like, a card, and all it does is snowball into a deck idea, right? And that's happened so many times. Like... I, I presented Disciple of Deceit, and Aiden presented an entire combo deck based on Disciple of Deceit. Like, that just happens. So, um, if you have any of those cards, just comment them below. Talk to us. You know, do that stuff. Um, and if you want to check out any of the, the deck lists that we made, uh, they're over on our Tapped Out account. Just tappedout.net slash user slash the idiot brewery. You can find us there. Um, we'd really... Uh, I want to say something and preface this as I'm talking about the tap that account. These deck lists are tentative. They're not perfect. Um, we do not have enough time. Or viable. Or viable. Or competitive. Uh, <laughs> or even, even playable. But even, really. the, even the decks that we are presenting that are a bit more competitive, competitively leaned, those deck lists are not going to be... Um, 100% perfect. We just don't have the time to test those. So I, I want you guys to keep that in mind. I've gotten a lot of criticism on Reddit from people being like, oh, this deck should have this card in it, or oh, this deck should not be playing this. And it's like, all right, but I don't know that because I don't have, you know, hours on end to test the deck before I present it. Like, we all have lives, at least for the most I of do. us. Most of I us know. have lives. So, Speak like, for yourself. <laughs> okay, I have a life, so I can't, you know, <laughs> do them on my deck, whatever. Um, I just don't care. Yeah, that's fair too. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to go check us out on Tapped Out, you can do yeah, that. Jack um, doesn't play Magic. Jack definitely doesn't play Magic. I'm secretly a Magic-playing AI construct. So All right, we should my, skip past argument, this. What's right? that? If you think that the deck should have something else in it, do that and go win a GP with it. Please. Please do that. And then, then send us a message and oh, half the yeah. prize money. hundred percent. No, no, no. I don't want any half of the, the prize, prize money. money. No, no, no. That's probably illegal. What I what I will say, though, if you ever decide to play any of our decks at, like, an FNM or uh, a GP or whatever, uh, I definitely want a selfie of that happening. I 100% want to see that deck on a table with your face in front of it. That would be awesome. Um... But we should speak thinking about it. We should get a Twitter. 
people can tweet at I us. I 100% agree. I will work on it. Okay. Is at Idiot Brewery taken? No, it's not. But <laughs> I've checked All right, already. I want to kick into my fresh brew because it's a meme. All right. So I guess we're going to move on to our next right, part. Well, but uh, be prepared to hear about our Twitter. Uh, again, like, comment, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. And again, uh, just like last week, we have a uh, announcement coming up. So please be excited for it because it will be coming out very soon. Jack's working on it. So, yes. um, But all yeah, right. on to our second part. <laughs> I guess we're back to Dude. fresh brews now. <laughs> Who's Sweet. ready for some Totally bars? leaving that in. Let's do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. So I'm going to say a part of a line, and you're going to figure out what this card is. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. So the card build is high a, ground from 10th edition. Fill me a deck around high ground. It's a one-mana white enchantment that says all creatures you control may block an additional creature each combat. Um, I actually had a casual deck built around this card, so that's why I know it, like, off the top of my head. <laughs> was it 10th edition? Uh, Boom! It was 10th edition. <laughs> it was also an Exodus, I guess, but, uh, whatever. Bant walls. <laughs> that's, actually, Bant that's actually probably blocks. not super bad, because, like, something like, uh, Wall of Denial, like, being able to block two things would be nuts, like, and then you're just, like, at the end of the game, Wall of or, Frost. well, Wall of Frost is really good. Um, you can play Steel Wall. That's like a zero four for one mana. That's pretty solid. Um, you'd likely play like Ar uh, what is it? Arcades? Is it? Is it Arcades yeah. the strategist? Yeah. That's the Bant yeah. one. Um, probably play him at the uh, back end of everything. We're just like, haha, slam this idiot. Now my defenders do stuff. You know, like now I can actually win the game. Exactly. Well, no, <laughs> see, jokes on you. Maybe you shouldn't play that. Maybe your only win con should be like Doorkeeper. You just mill your opponent oh, out. <laughs> I like this. All right. We've presented a walls deck. Walls. We've presented a walls deck like three times on a uh, fresh bruise <laughs> in this podcast. Have we? Yes, absolutely. We did Doran walls and we did um, uh, four color or three color walls. I think it was Jeskai walls or something with vent sentinels. And then we did. Now right. we're now we're doing Bant walls. High ground. We should just build a five color walls deck. Anyway. High ground walls, tribal. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, I mean that, that was pretty tribal. easy. High ground is like the best thing to. I mean, do. I was saying you put it with hundred handed ones, so it can block a hundred and one creatures each combat. <laughs> hundred and one creatures. <laughs> that does Just make in it case. technically better. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, yeah. All right, I got one. Uh, let's build me see. a deck. Also, build um, me a deck. I built a deck, guys. By the way. I, see, I can see that in the chat. <laughs> I am upset by this. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right, on. So I got, I got a card. Sure. Build me a deck around stolen identity. Ooh. You know, I feel this one a lot when I'm around you, Jack. <laughs> hey, is this the one? I'm yeah, older than you. You stole my identity. Four blue blue sorcery. Create a token that's a copy of target artifact or creature. Cypher. You know, and everybody's from, favorite mechanic. Everybody's favorite Remember mechanic from Cypher? I died to this crash. at the Gatecrash pre-release like 19 times. Oh, That's it was funny. so bad. <laughs> That's gotta feel bad. Yeah. So for all you all you new players who don't know what Cypher is, uh, so Cypher, uh, when you... When the spell resolves, you can exile it, encode it onto a creature you control, and then whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player, you can cast the, you can cast the card 
Uh, or you can cast a copy of the card without paying its mana cost. Couldn't she put this in Amulet Titan? Seems pretty alright there. <laughs> more amulets. Uh, I mean, sure. I was, I was saying more like copy the Titan. Hold on, there has to be a combo deck with this. Uh, no, because it relies on, like, combat damage, I think. Yeah. But, like, if you put this on, like, flyers or unblockable creatures, that's probably okay. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. (sighs) If. What's the one, there's, um, a creature that untaps all other creatures and you get an additional combat? I got it, I got it, I got it. That's what I was thinking of. So you go combat, celebrant, and always watching. Oh, so you attack yeah. with Combat Celebrant. Exert it, um, but exert it doesn't it. matter because you have Vigilance. Combat Celebrant says you untap everything other than it, and then you get an additional combat phase. Okay, so then you copy it, and then... Attack. So if they have no blockers, you win. Yeah. Interesting. Three-card combo we got there. It also requires Jeskai Colors and a six-drop. And a four-drop. And Combos a and combo. Yeah. So what you're watch- saying is we can do it on curve. Always it does, watching it does and celebrant work. are both three drops. That's oh, true. Oh, I forgot that combat celebrant was a three drop. Yeah. yeah Doesn't it, it feel like a four drop? I s- um, yeah. Anyway, isn't it like a four one or something? It's a. Uh, it's a th- three one, right? Three one, four one. I all I it's know an is X1. that it's an X one. That's one hundred percent correct. It was a card that saw like no play in standard until the very end of its cycle when they realized, hey, if you put this in a God Pharaoh's gift deck. Um, you can get a lot of combat phases and keep reviving yeah. stuff. I put it in Kiki Pod for a while. That's funny. That's funny. It goes infinite yeah. with Kiki Jiki, so. A lot yeah. of things go infinite with Kiki Jiki. Yeah, you're right. That's why I played <laughs> Kiki Pod. It was fun. <laughs> anyway. Aiden, you got yeah. one for us? Uh, yes, I do. All right. Weird accent. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sure I do my. I was doing the magic card. Oh, my cousin's Just... got the asthma. Yeehaw. Okay. So, y'all like four mana instant cards from no. Modern Masters 2017? Mm. That costs two two blue white. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. That hold on, is super on. specific. Aether Mage's touch. Yes. <laughs> Build me a deck around Aether Mage's touch. Jesus, okay. You know what's really AKA funny? A.K.A. Bad Collected Company. I have this card in front of me right now. <laughs> it funny. was like in a That's pile funny. of cards that I was looking through. And Aether Mage's touch, it. two white, blue for an instant. Reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put a creature card from among them onto the battlefield. It, it gains at the beginning of your end step. Return this creature to its owner's hand. Then put the rest of the cards revealed this way on the bottom of your library in any order. End of turn, Aether Mage's Touch, Emrakul. Um, but it has to be within the top four cards of your library. Okay, so brain or not brainstorm, but Jace the Mind Sculptor. I mean, that's how Aether works. Yeah. Marvel used to do it. Yeah. Or it- here, here's what I here's what I'm thinking. You play Aether Mage's Touch with uh, Paradox in, or not Paradox Engine. Um, what's the name of that card? Yes, that card. You know, you know, that card. Yeah, that card. That one. Oh, no. No, I'm pointing at it. That one. I have not played Commander in a long time. I cannot think of it. Can you tell us what it does? Uh, at the end of your turn, flick or something for free. Conjurer's Closet? Conjurer's Closet. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yes. Uh, so Aether Mage's Touch with Conjurer's Closet basically lets you keep whatever you're getting off of Aether Mage's Touch. 
That's true. So, That's actually pretty good. Yeah. And, um, I'm just like, my thing is like a Bant Blinker flash deck, basically. I was about to say, um, couldn't you put this with Soul like, Herder as well? Yeah, Ooh. something, something Ooh, like, yeah. A, like, like a Bouncy that. House, like uh, Restoration Angel style deck, basically. Bunch of flicker effects. Mm-hmm. Get a Reflector Sweet. Mage in there, bounce your oh, opponent's yeah. stuff. Bam, God, I wish. House. See, this is exactly why I want Palace Jailer. So it's just Modern. like a giant tempo play. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, and it also like cheats in a lot of like huge things too. Like very much, very collected company style. Bristlebrand. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Okay. What about Jeskai Balls? So you cast this, and you and you hit a ball lightning, and then at the end of your turn, you stack it so you return it to your hand, and the next turn you can play a ball lightning. I mean, yeah. that's sure. actually not awful. <laughs> well, wait, no, that doesn't work, right? Yeah, it, yeah, does. it does. Doesn't ball they both lightning... have a... No, they both have abilities that say at the beginning of your next end step. Yeah. So you do it... Or dur- ball lightning says... So you stack it... Yeah. Oh. There so you'd go. have to do it, it doesn't matter. turn. Yeah, because ball lightning dies at the end of turn, and either mage's touch does it at the beginning of your end step, not the next end step. Well, no, you would do yeah, this on your so turn. If, yeah, you would do it on your turn. Sure. And balls and just guy balls. Okay, so I guess it it's like it like lets you use a ball lightning twice, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I would rather just cast a bloodbraid elf into a ball lightning. Or a cocoa. Or a cocoa into two ball lightnings. Well, I mean, I think that's as good as Aether Mage's touch is gonna get. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of right. like what the about... idea of Bant like flicker effects. It's really cool. Or hear me out. Or hear me out. You cast this. You hit a torrential gear hulk and then cast it again. Ooh, oh. hot! <laughs> and then you have a torrential gear hulk in your hand. Yeah. Oh, that seems hot, actually. And another creature on yeah. the field. The fact you that you hit another torrential gear hulk and then you hit, and a, you hit a ball lightning. The fact that this card's an instant is kind of ridiculous, actually. Yeah. I didn't even think about how like powerful this could be. Blue white Grishel brand. Interesting. <laughs> this this requires rigorous testing. Okay. <laughs> you Aiden. know, I'm something of a brewer myself. Yeah, I know, right? Aiden. Yeah. Now, I know that this is technically supposed to oh. be directed at everybody, but I've got a card specifically for you. I'm feeling left out. I'm not going to. You lie. can you guys can help, but I just I think Aiden's the one <laughs> that's going to come up with this. To an assistant position. I see how it is. Build me a deck around Tangle Root. Oh no. I feel like I've heard of this before. You're on your own, buddy. It's a three-mana artifact from Mirrodin. Elves? Tangle Root. Three colorless for an artifact. Whenever a player plays a creature spell, that player adds one green to his or her mana pool. I should have put this in blue-green zero drops. So if you have have this Cloudstone Curio and two green one drops, you make Infinite Storm. That's true. But then you have a bunch of... Well, no, you don't have any mana. No, you don't have any mana, but you make infinite storm. And then you cast Grape Shot, I guess? No, you play Simeon, Weather Simeon, the Storm Grape and gain Shot. infinite life. I mean, that yeah, is in the that colors. Time. That's in the colors. True. I just know yeah. that this card is, like, absolutely a combo piece. So it had to be put somewhere in a combo, I think. I don't, I don't see so this if you being have anywhere this, else. If you have this in the normal Cloudstone Curio deck... You make infinite mana of either red or green, as well as making infinite storm. So if you have this, um, 
and two Priest of Herbrass or um, Burning Tree Emissaries, along with Cloudstone Curio, you make infinite mana, as well as infinite storm. Hmm. So that's at the minimum of five-card combo. Uh, yeah. Not not as bad as it could have been. No, the minimum is four. Cloudstone Curio well, no, you need something to card. kill your opponent. I like that card, too. It's a good yeah, card. Yeah, Cloudstone Curio is, Curio is a sweet combo card. I wish it was played more, honestly. Be the change you want to see in the world, Austin. <laughs> it just dies to, like, a Brump Decay, which sucks. All right, now do you want to hear a stupid combo? Dies to yep. a Braid. You can also make Infinite Storm if you have this, the snake from Champions that filters for a green. Leaf caller. Yes. Uh, Carrion Feeder and Grave Crawler. You, make, you, you put infinite counters on Carrion Feeder. There you go. We did it! I like we that we there. used Orochi, Leafcaller, and Tangleroot to do the same thing that Rooftop Storm does. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. We did it, chat. Chat. <laughs> That's we my expertise. It. Getting rid of combo pieces just to add more. Fair. This yeah. combo's <laughs> too efficient. <laughs> exactly. Let's, br- let's break it down. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that was the podcast for this week. Um, I don't think we need to continue talking about how awful this combo is. Uh, That's a good combo. Yeah. He's a good boy. Tangleroot? Tangleroot is not a It's definitely a magic card. It's a, it's a root of a tree. Anyway. Um, is it? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so, I'm just going to do a quick reminder here at the end to uh, don't push a bird off a cliff and don't smack your grandmother. And we'll see you all next Saturday at noon. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Professionals, don't worry about it.